0: Our devotees, welcome to another session in our series of Bhagavad Gita chapter by study. So let us start with some prayers. This session is dedicated to his divine grace, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami shala Prabhupada, founder acharya of Hare Krishna movement. So let us offer some prayers. Oma, jnana, timiran, dasse, jnana, jana, shala, kaya. चक्षुरुन मिलितं येना तस्मय श्रीगुरुवे नमः नमः विष्णु पादाया कृष्ण प्रस्ताया भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांता स्वामिनिति नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वते देवे कौरवाणी प्रचारिने Nirvishesha Shunnevadi Pasha Tedesha Tarini Namo Mahabadanaya Krishna Prema Pridae Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Name Gauratushena Maha E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagat Gopesha Gopika Radha Kanta Taptakanchena Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vishubhanu Sute Devi Parnmami Hare Priye Vanchakalpatru Bhescha Kirpasindhube Vacha Patitana Pavane Bhu Vaishnava Bhu Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shriyat-vet-gadadhara-shriva-sadhi-kaur-bhakta-vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare. So before we start, uh, we will have a small quiz at the end of the session and today's session is very special, today it is based on topic Sat and Asat and the verse which we are going to discuss will be from 2.16 to 2.22. So the verse is Na sato vidyate bhavo na vidyate sata Darshi Bihi. So this is a verse which is spoken by Krishna in series of uh, different verses connected to the existence of spirit soul inside this body. And this all these verses which we are going to discuss. Uh, in today's session and future also till verse number 2.30. They gave actually reply to the first reason for which uh, Arjuna refused to fight. So Arjuna specifically gave five reasons for not fighting in Battlefield of Kurukshetra and the first reason why he refused to fight in Battlefield of Kurukshetra was that Arjuna had lot of compassion. For uh, his family members that they might get killed uh, in the in the war and they might lose their life and in that way uh, he was worried about killing them about uh, because they were all his family members his guru his grandfather everybody was standing there so because of this compassion Uh, which is actually material compassion which we saw in the first verse that is not spiritual compassion but because of this material compassion which is there for the body uh, Arjuna refused for fighting but then Krishna spoke series of uh, verses just to convince Arjuna that actually we are not this body. So today's verse also Krishna says those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non-existent material body, there is no endurance and of the eternal soul there is no change. This they have concluded by studying the nature of both. So again Krishna explaining that those who are seers of truth, seers of truth means Tattva darshi, those who have seen the truth by their eyes. It's like uh, Krishna explains, Krishna used this word many places, Tattva Darshi. Tattva Darshi is a person who has seen the truth, who has seen the Lord himself. So, who who knows existence of soul. Uh, So, there is something called theory, but there is something called relation. By relation, a person when he is able to see the truth, uh, then that person is called Tattva Darshi. So, uh, Krishna is not talking about ordinary people. He is not talking about ordinary materialistic people. He is saying that those who are seers of truth, those who actually see the truth, they have concluded that the material body there is no endurance. Means the material body is not permanent. Material body is temporary. Material body will not continue to exist. So here Krishna is again bringing this point in front of Arjuna that Arjuna, even if you kill, uh, people from the opposite party even though they are your family members but actually you are not uh, killing uh, sorry even if you are killing them actually first of all you are not killing them in reality because the spirit soul is there inside the body which cannot be killed and even if you kill their material body first of all material body uh, will not endure material body will not continue to exist material body will not continue to exist forever but it is the spirit soul which is there inside the body that soul is eternal so many times Srila Prabhupada has given the example just like somebody dies and then uh, we say he has left us he has left and gone away so who has left us the person who has left us is the spirit soul because the body is there in front of us then who has left and gone? And that thing is spirit soul which was there inside the body. So again in Chaitanya Charitamrita, a very beautiful description of soul is given in which it is mentioned. Kesha se satamsa sutra jiva sukshma if we divide the tip of a hair into a uh, hundred parts, so if we take the tip of the hair. Of the hair is hardly visible. We take the tip of the hair and divide it into 100 parts. And then one of these parts divided into again into 100 parts. So, first the tip of the hair is divided into 100 parts. And then those 100 parts, you take one part of that. Again, you divide into 100 parts. So, such a minute size. That very fine division is a size of but one of the numberless living entities they are called chitkana, the particles of spirit not matter. So we can just understand the what is the size of spirit soul which is there inside the body. So uh, Prabhupada explains in one place that this uh, spirit soul is so tiny and uh, which is next to uh, not visible at all invisible almost. So uh, when something is smaller like that, first of all materially speaking also, we cannot kill that. And then, uh, another thing what Prabhupada explains in different places that we can just imagine so many wonderful things are happening in this world. Big big technology, so many big big skyscrapers are coming up and big big things are, you know, human beings are making so many things in this world. But actually how it is happening, everything because of presence of tiny soul which is there inside the body so we can just imagine if this tiny spirit soul is capable of doing so many wonderful things in this material world what to speak of supreme soul who is god himself so uh, krishna explained many places the, aamshu, ke all these tiny souls are part and parcel of krishna so if the tiny souls are capable of doing so many wonderful things in this world so many wonderful things we are able to create so what to speak of Krishna himself, God himself? What level of creation he can create? So then Krishna in the next verse he says Krishna says That which pervades the entire body you should know to be indestructible. No one is able to destroy that imperishable soul. So again Krishna is bringing this point that actually soul is indestructible. Materially also inconceivable, spirit soul, very small. And then the soul is actually indestructible. Nobody can destroy the soul. So the question arises if the soul is there inside our body, how we can conceive the presence of soul? So this presence of soul is conceived by presence of Consciousness, which is spread all over the body. So this consciousness is like the presence of sunlight in the universe. So wherever sunlight we see, we can just see the presence of sun is there. So like that, uh, this consciousness is spread all over the body. We are conscious of this body. That is why we feel all kinds of pain and pleasures which are coming to this body. And this consciousness is the only way to perceive the presence of soul, because grossly we cannot see, as it is mentioned in the scriptures, Atashir Krishnaam So when we talk about supreme spirit Krishna or even the spirit soul, which is part and parcel of Krishna, cannot be perceived through this uh, senses and intelligence. So how we can perceive the presence of soul? So the only uh, possible way to see the presence soul inside his body is consciousness. So this consciousness spread all over the body. And because of which we are able to perceive the present soul uh, in this body. But with this spirit soul, there is another soul which is present inside the heart of the spirit soul. What is that? That is the super soul. The uh, plenary expansion of Krishna. That is called Paramatma. So Paramatma, which is the supreme spirit, which is super soul, is also present with the soul. And the example which is given in the scripture is just like the two birds sitting on the one branch. So all of us are you know, going through different kinds of uh, karmic reactions because the supreme soul, the super soul is present inside the heart and taking account of each and every activity, whatever we perform, day to day life. So the thing is we have to understand, uh, if we can just understand this knowledge at least at, at theoretical level that Krishna is present in our heart in the form of Paramatma this understanding itself can change all of our activities we don't have to you know go through entire scriptures if we just want to change our activities so if we just become conscious of this fact that Krishna is sitting in my heart and he is observing all my activities so if I really want to advance in my spiritual life I have to become conscious of the presence of Supreme Spirit Soul which is there inside my heart. So it is mentioned that Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita in the 18th chapter, Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Hirdeshi Arjuna Sarva So Krishna has used a word, a word called Yantra for the material body because this body is like a machine, Krishna says. But this machine is very advanced machine. This machine is not an ordinary machine of this material world. This machine is uh, having you know, a lot of chemicals and a uh, lot of experiences which are there in the body which gives us experience of life and so many things are there in this body. So this this is the Yantra of course, but this is not an ordinary Yantra. This Yantra is created by Krishna himself. But this Yantra is working because there is a driver which is sitting inside this body and who is a driver? Driver is a soul, spirit soul. But spirit soul cannot control this material body directly. So this body is controlled under the guidance of uh, super soul. So in the sense there is spirit soul which we are Jeevatma and there is material body which is a material energy of the Lord. In between them there is Paramatma. So, uh, the soul uh, which is sitting uh, on the driver's seat, the soul is desiring different things from this material body. Soul is designed to act in different ways to this material body. But uh, the desires are seen by Paramatma and then Paramatma moves this material body. This is the understanding of how this material body is working. So this material body is again energy of Krishna, is energy of Lord, material energy is energy of the Lord. So this energy will work under direction Lord only, not our direction. So we are given a chance to come in this material body and as per our desires the Paramatma who is there inside the body, he is moving this entire body. And again based on Karma. So each and every movement of the body even blinking of the eyes are controlled by our Karma. So generally we think that you know I am the possessor of this body, I am the proprietor of this body and I am moving this body. We get this kind of feeling sometimes but actually we have to understand we are not the proprietor of this body. This body itself belongs to Krishna and he is sitting in our heart in the form of Paramatma. And he is moving this body based on our desires plus karma. So if the karma is not good, then although we may desire to move this body in a certain way, the body will not work in that way. Just like uh, a few years back uh, I met one person and uh, he was a businessman, uh, quite a big business and well situated, good family, everything. But then he developed one disease in his both eyes where uh, he had some kind of infection in which The blinking of eyes were not happening systematically means he had no control over the blinking of eyes and almost his eye used to remain closed means he was not able to open his eyes properly so uh, i asked him uh, that how this thing has happened to you and you are not able to open your eyes properly and So, then he explained to me that he has visited many doctors and they are doing some treatment but there is some kind of uh, some nerve infection where the blinking of eyes is not happening as per his direction. So although he was trying different ways and means he was visiting different doctors and so many things he was trying to do and but still that problem was not going away. So like that, in our body also we have to understand, based on karma, uh, the Paramatma is sanctioning the movement of the body, just like some people get paralysis in their body, they are not able to move the body at all. So we have to understand, even this body is acting under direction of Krishna, based on our past karma. So sometimes... It is mentioned in scriptures that ankar atma karta mannete. Sometimes we develop ankar, false ego, that I am the proprietor of this body. Because of my uh, decisions, because of my will, this body is moving. And then when we achieve something in our life, then that ankara increases more and more. And we think that because of my body, my intelligence, my bala, and my actions, I, I was able to achieve everything. But actually, we forget. That this body, this intelligence, everything is acting under action of Paramatma. So for a spiritualist, if he is able to understand this very simple concept that you know Paramatma is active in my life, he is watching all my activities, and my real advancement in spiritual life is if I work for his satisfaction. So if we work in that direction, then we will see that all our actions will get transformed. If we just Remember this thing that Paramatma is sitting in my heart and he is watching all my activities Then there is no question of even engaging in sinful activities So Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita in the 13th chapter that So Krishna explains O shayano Bharata, you should understand that I am also the of. In all the body, in all bodies, and to understand this body and its knower is called knowledge. That is my opinion. So Krishna explains that real knowledge, real education means to understand that Krishna is the knower of all the bodies. So just like uh, we are sitting in this body and we are conscious of only this body, but Krishna, he has uh, his plenary portion, his expansion in the form of Paramatma. And this Paramatma has exp- is, you know, this Paramatma expanded into billion trillions of forms and this Paramatma is present in each and every atom in this creation, everywhere Paramatma is present, although we cannot see with this gross eyes. So that Paramatma is sitting in our body also and then in all the bodies where the plant species, animal species, human species, anywhere we go, everywhere that same Paramatma is sitting inside the body and based on his sanction the body is moving. So just like we are conscious of our body. We are conscious of what is happening in our body. Similarly, Paramatma is conscious of all the bodies of the universe. Of this material creation. He is conscious of everything. And then further it is explained just like this body works because the soul is present there. Suppose the soul leaves this body just like somebody dies. So as soon as soul leaves the body, the body stops working. The body stops growing. Similarly, the whole creation, this entire material universe is working because there is a soul which is present here inside the universe. What do you, which is that soul? That is uh, supreme soul, the super soul. Because of the presence of Krishna in the universe in the form of Paramatma, this entire material universe is working. If Krishna leaves this material world, this entire material world will stop working. If Krishna leaves our material body, our body will not work, even though soul may be there inside this body. So we have to understand, ultimately Krishna is controlling each and every activity in this creation. Nothing happens by his, uh, without his sanction. So there is a very famous uh, say we have heard many times, not even a blade of grass moves before, without his sanction. So same thing is happening. Because Krishna is present in each and every atom in the form of Paramatma. Everything is working systematically. Big big planets are moving. This material body is working. Everything is happening by His sanction. But this understanding uh, takes time to you know uh, realize and understand. Uh, So that is why when we follow process of Bhakti, when we try to serve Krishna, then slowly slowly these things are revealed to us that how Krishna is present everywhere. How because of His sanction everything is happening. So one of the check for advancement in spiritual life is uh, the real advanced devotee, he is able to see that whatever is happening in his life is actually happening by sanction of Paramatma. Paramatma is guiding his life everywhere, Paramatma is moving everything in this world. There is nothing which happens without sanction of God. So when a person is able to see this thing, that is called real advancement in spiritual life. So then Krishna explains in one verse ahead of this. For the soul, there is neither birth nor death at any time. He is not come into being, does not come into being and will not come into being. He is unborn, eternal, ever-existent, primordial. He is not slain when the body is slain. So the main thing is, Krishna explained again to Arjuna, that when the body is slain, the soul is not slain. Soul will never die. Nobody can kill this soul. So, the, the spirit soul is beyond a cycle of birth and death. Soul never takes birth, soul never dies. And then, in the next verse, Krishna explains. Vasam si Navani tatha jirnani, samyati navani dehi. Krishna explains, as a person puts on new garments, giving up old ones, the soul similarly accepts new material bodies, giving up the old and useless ones. So just like every day we change our clothes, similarly uh, we are changing our body. Not only at the time of death, even in this life we are changing our body. That also we discussed last time. In the verse, Dehe Nusmi Jatha Dehe. So, Krishna is bringing this point to explain to us that actually this material body is changing in this life and in next life also. So, another thing what Krishna is explaining that when the body becomes old, then a person gets a new body. So, Arjuna should come out of this lamentation of losing this material body when it comes to establishing Dharma. There should be no lamentation. So here Krishna is talking about two things that is called Sat and Asat. So Sat means which is permanent, which is eternal and Asat means which is temporary, which will not sustain forever. So the example which is given in this relation is just like we if we see the sky especially during this rainy season we generally see a lot of clouds they come in the sky. So the clouds, they can be compared to Asat, Asat means which is temporary and the sky can be compared to which is Sat which will always remain like that. So we can see sky remains as it is but the clouds, they keep on moving, they keep on changing because the cloud is like Asat similarly soul remains as it is but the body keeps on changing. But human form of life is meant for coming to Sat platform. Human form of life is not meant for a Sat platform. Just like today, uh, there are many scientists, many uh, uh, doctors, scientists, they are doing big big research just to in order to increase the lifespan of human beings. They want to increase the duration of life. in Bhagavad Gita, it is explained that whatever lifespan you increase, but the problem is nobody can become free from the cycle of birth and death. So, the uh, another shloka which is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita is Bhuta grama sa evayam bhutva bhutva praliyate ratri agame vasha partha pravavati ahar agame. Again and again, when Brahma's day arrives, all living entities come into being and with the arrival of Brahma's night, they are helplessly annihilated. So Krishna explains here that uh, there are living entities, uh, those who have lifespan of only 10 minutes, five minutes, they are small, small living entities. They take birth and they die within 10 minutes. For them 10 minutes is equivalent to 100 years. And they are living entities like Brahma. What is the life of Brahma? Uh, we have discussed earlier also life of Brahma is one day of Brahma is equivalent to 1000 Mahayugas on earth planet. Now what is 1000 Mahayuga? One mahayug is equivalent to four Yugas. Satyuga, Dwaparyuga, Trita Yuga, Kalyug. There are four Yugas we know. Four Yugas combined to make one Mahayuga. Like that there are 1000 Mahayugas in one day of Brahma. That is one day. Just imagine one day of Brahma and like that Brahma lives for 100 years. So here it is (laughs) explained that uh, whether you get the body of an insect who lives for 10 minutes in this world or even if you get a body of Brahma who lives for so many years. Correct. Even if we suppose we talk about human beings, even if we increase our lifespan, how much we can increase? And what is our lifespan as compared to Brahma? Where Brahma's one day is equivalent to 1000 Mahayugas. One Mahayuga is 4 yugas. Just like our one Kalyuga is 4 lakh 32,000 years. So even if somebody lives for 4 lakh years, suppose scientists are in future able to increase the lifespan for 4 lakh years, then what is that increase as compared to the life of Brahma? Nothing. Nothing. So, even if somebody lives a lifespan of Brahma like that 100 years, then he also has to die one day. And then another point what is explained here is suppose even if you attain lifespan of Brahma, what is the use of that lifespan? What is the use of that lifespan if the life is only spent for asat activities? Asat activities of eating sleeping, mating, defending, all those things. Just like today, major population of the world, they are only working behind how to eat nicely, how to sleep nicely, how to mate nicely, how to satisfy the senses nicely, only all these activities. So this kind of life is compared to some trees. There are a lot of trees in this world and they are uh, set to live for thousands of years. There are many trees who are living for thousands of years on this planet Earth. But what is the value of their life? Their value of life is nothing. Although they are living for thousands of years, that life has no value for us. Similarly, our life also has no value if that life is lived only for asat activities, material activities. So human life uh, becomes really different from... Uh, other life forms when that life is spent for sat activities sat activity means which are permanent in nature which are eternal nature which which can actually give the living entity a real sat life or permanent life and that permanent life is not there in this material world that permanent life eternal life is there only in spiritual world when a soul gets liberated from the cycle of birth and death So it is explained in the scriptures that even if somebody is able to increase the lifespan, just like today many scientists are trying to increase the lifespan of people. But the result will be, there is no gain. Just like in many developed countries, lifespan is increased, but what is the engagement? What is the purpose of life? The purpose of life remains the same, eating, sleeping, mating and defending. So scripture explains that the real goal of life is not to increase the lifespan. The real goal of life is to change activities of life from from asat platform to sat platform. So in order to do that, the real advancement is when we engage in sat activity, just like in India earlier, generally uh people think that spiritual activity means when somebody takes to such activity or spiritual activity means uh, because they are driven by poverty because they are very poor nations they don't have wealth they don't have money to eat they don't have food to eat so generally the conception which is there all over the world that why uh, people become religious or why they follow the path of spirituality because generally people uh, they, are driven, they are driven by distress which comes out of poverty or you know because they lack money in their life to enjoy. So when there is no money, no wealth, poverty is stricken. So what is engagement? Engagement is religious activities. But we have to understand that earlier when there was Vedic culture in India and people were dedicating their life for spiritual advancement for such activities even at that time, India was one of the, not one of the, actually India was the richest country. In fact, the word which is used for India earlier was, India was said to be called uh, golden bird. The bird made of gold like that. You know, India was source of all wealth, all education, everything. That is why people from all over the globe were attracted to India. Everybody, we talk about Europeans, we talk about Muslim invaders, everybody was coming to India for wealth, for education, for everything. So there was an article that how uh, that Britishers, uh, how much money they took from India. So it is mentioned that the British drained India of 45 trillion dollars, which is a huge amount of money when they were there in India from uh, 19, 1765 to 1940 like that. And they say that in comparison the US annual budget, which is 4 trillion dollar so us entire uh, annual budget is 4 trillion dollars and British at that time we are talking about way back you know 100 200 years back at that time britishers took some 45 trillion dollars and this is only about britishers then if we talk about Mughals uh, and other countries they also took a lot of wealth uh, recently i was in dwarka i was i went to this Somna temple for a visit and there uh, they showed one video in which they were sharing the history of Somna temple. And in that video they mentioned that uh, that temple was entirely, initially, that was the first temple which was made, was made of only gold. Entire temple was made of gold. And there were a lot of jewels and many things were there on the temple. So, uh, I think Ghazni or some Mughal uh, invader he attacked 17 times Somna temple 17 times he attacked and looted the temple that was a level of wealth which was in the temple. So earlier India when people were following Vedic culture they were not at at all attached to sat activities when they were completely dedicating life or spiritual advancement. So it was not because India was poverty stricken, no at that time India was at the same time filthy rich, India had a lot of wealth, India was very opulent, not only opulent case of material terms, even case of uh, spiritual knowledge, so India had everything and even in that uh, case all Indians knew this thing that the goal of life is uh, advancement in such activities, so they were dedicating their life. So, we have examples of big, big kings when uh, they used to renounce everything and they used to go to forest and dedicate their life for spiritual advancement. That's why Krishna says that this knowledge of Bhagavad Gita is meant for Raja Rishi, the term which is used is Raja Rishi. So, Krishna also, of course, this knowledge is meant for everyone, but Krishna was giving this knowledge to Raja Rishi, the kings, the leaders of society. This knowledge is not ordinary knowledge. So, there are there examples of many big, big kings like Bharat Maharaj, Parikshit Maharaj, Ambrish Maharaj, and they dedicated their entire life. They renounced everything. That's like Parikshit Maharaj when he got the news. He was at that time ruler of the entire world. Hastinapur was the capital. He was living in the midst of all opulence. But uh, when he understood that he has only seven days left for his life, he left everything his family, his wealth, everything and left went to forest to dedicate his life for spiritual advancement. So to renounce anything is not easy. Only a person who is uh, spiritually advanced or who has proper understanding of spiritual life, such activities, he only can renounce like that. So that is why we can see in case of Pandavas, Parikshit Maharaj, Amrish Maharaj and many kings like that, they were able to renounce everything so easily because uh, they were already uh, fixed up in sat activities. They were not at all attached to anything asat. So that was standard of living in India. Although India was very opulent, but still at that same time people were not at all attached to anything asat. And the opulence also, not like this kind of opulence what we see today. Plastic bangles, plastic, you know, items and everything plastic. No, at that time opulence means gold, diamond, jewelry, all those things. That was called real opulence. Not like today we see only plastic everywhere. That is not opulence. Real opulence means gold and diamond. That was there in India. That was the level of opulence India had. So even in living in the midst of everything, they left everything and they made progress in their spiritual life. So in this Kalyuga, why it has happened that people have lost their inclination towards such activities. Why people are not taking this spiritual path? Why people are not advancing in Krishna consciousness today? And especially it is said that Indians are specially meant to make advancement in such activities. So why it is like that? Even Indians are losing taste. So the one of the one of the reason, although there are many sinful activities because of which we are not able to develop that taste for such activities. But one of the very important reason in this Kali Yuga because, uh, because of which people are lost uh, taste for such activity is called animal killing or called meat eating today major population of the world is engaging in meat eating and you know with the advancement of a lot of uh, uh, different kinds of things in this world today uh, this meat industry is expanding like anything today kfc this thing that thing everything is Available at doorstep today people can just order on a phone call. They don't know how the animals are killed how the animals are cooked. Nobody is aware of that thing and because everything is available at you know at the doorstep very easily so people are engaging more and more in of uh, uh, Meat eating and animal killing, but this is a big obstacle to spiritual life. So Prabhupada explained one place those who are animal killers their brain is dull as stone Especially meat eaters. So there are four sinful activities which are obstacle in bhakti or in spiritual life. Intoxication, gambling, illicit sex and meat eating. Out of them, meat eating is very prominent because meat eating what it does, it makes the brain of a human being dull. Those who are animal killers, their brain is dull as stone. So Krishna, Prabhupada is not saying dull in material life. Materially, they may be very active, very sharp. But spiritual intelligence goes away. Spiritually they become very dull. They cannot understand anything. Therefore meat-eating should be stopped. In order to revive the finite tissues of the brain to understand subtle things one must give up meat-eating. Vinapashupanath, This is in the 10th Canto, 1st chapter, 4th verse. So there are finite tissues in the brain because of which we are able to understand spiritual subject matters. If these things are lost, we cannot understand and these finite tissues get killed. When, we, uh, when a person engages in meat eating. So this is very scientific, we have in this world the first sinful activity what people have to stop is meat eating if they want to understand satt activities. So sat activities means when we engage in devotion service of Krishna and it is mentioned Bhagavatam there are nine kinds of sat activities by which we can make advancement. Uh, mention of Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad uh, Maharaj says So that is hearing about Krishna, chanting the glories of the Lord and then uh, worshipping the Lord, serving lotus feet and like that there are nine ways by which we can serve uh, Lord and make advancement in sat activities and this is accepted as pure devotion service. So, the very important activity to start off is hearing. Just like all of you are hearing today about uh, this class. So when we hear about uh, spiritual subject matters, then the second thing what happens is we talk about those subject matters. So more we hear, more we talk about that, more we think about those subject matters. And then finally actions. When we think about those things, when we talk about those things, then our actions also are driven by those activities. So that is very important that what kind of, what kind of input we take inside. So input starts by hearing. So more we hear about uh, Krishna Consciousness, more we develop taste for those activities, in that way we will make rapid advance in our life. So Narutam Das Thakur says, Sat Shadi Kainu Asate Vilas Te Karana Lagila Mora Karma Vanda faans. So Narutam Das Thakur pure devotee to Krishna says that, Because people have left sat activities, sat activities means called sat sangha. So, sat sangha has come from sat, sat sangha means association of devotees of uh, Lord, association of people, those who are engaged in sat activities. So, association plays a very important role in our spiritual advancement. If we don't associate with people, those who are you know inclined for sat activities, we cannot make. Uh, advancement in our spiritual life. So, Narutam Das Thakur prays that if we leave the association of devotees, if we stop attending this kind of classes, if we stop chanting Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, if we stop reading books like Bhagavad Gita, then what will happen? We will lose taste in such activities because something we have to hear, something we have to engage, some association we have to take. So, if we don't associate with uh, Sat Sangha, then we will associate with Asat Sangha. Asat Sangha means when we watch TV, when we watch movies, when we engage in all Asat activity, when we read newspapers, that is Asat. We are taking Asat from there. Because whatever input you go, you know, whatever input you give to your system, that only, that only will come out as output. Means your activities will be like that. So if we take the input as Sat, then our activities will also be Sat. And the best input is called Sat If we associate with uh, devotees of Lord, uh, those people those who are spiritually inclined, then we will make rapid advancement. So this Sat association is so powerful that even if an animal gets chance of Sat he can also get liberated from this material world. So there is a very beautiful past which comes in Chaitanya Charita connected with this. When Krishna came 500 years back, in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at that time he was there in Jagannath Puri so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling he came back to Jagannath Puri with his all his associates so at that time this news got spread to Bengal so all the devotees from Bengal they were excited to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so they all made a plan to go to uh, Jagannath Puri and meet uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so all of them they went and when they were planning to go to Puri from Bengal, uh, they selected Shivananda Sena, who was also one of the exalted devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to lead the company, to lead everyone. And Shivananda Sena, uh, uh, he was making all the arrangements for the devotees uh, during the journey because journey was little big at that time. There were no flights, no train, nothing was there. People had to uh, go by walking or some other means uh, of transport which was very slow at that time. So, Shivananda Sena was selected uh, as a person who will be, you know, coordinating entire trip. So, he uh, took all the devotees with him and he made all the arrangements for their stay, for the prasadam, for their travel, everything. So, while they were going, uh, all the devotees when they were, when they started their journey towards Puri, one street dog, also started following them. Just like sometimes it happens when we go somewhere, especially in pilgrim, pilgrimage places. Then suddenly, when there is a group, suddenly dogs also they start falling. So there was one dog, street dog, and he started uh, following the entire group. And Shivananda Sena, he observed that there is, this dog is coming with us. So uh, uh, in the midway when they when they would stop somewhere and they will have this prashadam everyone. so shivananda sena would feed this dog also some prashadam because he thought a dog is coming with us only so let me feed this dog and then like that it continued for a long time so so that dog almost became part of their group and shivananda sena was continuously taking care of this dog his prashadam his other things like that so then uh, they had to cross one river before going to Bengal. So there was one river in between. So they had to catch one boat and through that boat they had to go to the other side. So they took one boat. Everybody entered the boat. But the boatman was not allowing the dog. So Shivanana Sena, he gave some extra money to boatman. The police allowed his dog also. So dog also went with them in the boat. And then when they were about to reach Puri shivananda sena he got engaged in some activities so he assigned one assistant that please take care of this dog is he has come so far with us and i want him to uh, this dog also to come with us to jagannath puri so please take care of him take care of his food and everything so the assistant was taking care but assistant actually uh, lost somewhere and he forgot to feed the dog like that it happened so uh, in the night all of them, they they were taking rest somewhere before reaching Puri and uh, Shivanand Sena when he uh, completed his work, everything came back to the place where everybody was staying. And then he asked his assistant that, you know, uh, uh, did, uh, that, did you fed that dog nicely? Did you take care of the dog? So that assistant told, no, no, uh, uh, Shivanan, I my dear Lord, I actually forgot everything. I got lost in serving other devotees in the trip. So, Shivaran Sena became very uh, disturbed. He told uh, this assistant and then another 10 people he selected and told them that they should go in 10 directions. Find out, uh, find that dog. Where is that dog? So, everybody started chasing that. Uh, where is that dog? Where he has gone? because nobody fed him that whole day. So, Shivanand Sena was very disturbed that he has come all alone with us and now we have lost him. So, finally nobody could find the dog and Shivanand Sena was not happy with that. He could not get proper rest. He could not get proper sleep in the night. And in the morning, then they continued their journey towards Puri and then they reached Jagannath Puri around afternoon, something like that. And Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu organized lunch for all the devotees, those who came there to meet him. And then everybody took rest like that and they went for darshan. And then next day morning, again Chaitanya Mahaprabhu invited all of them. So when all of them went to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the morning, then they saw that same dog was sitting at a distance from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in that same place. So everybody was able to recognize oh, this, is, this is the same dog. How come he has come here? Who guided him to come here? And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was throwing coconut pulp to that dog like this and the dog was eating that pulp and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was asking that dog that please chant Hare Krishna Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram Ram, like that. And that dog was eating pulp and he was chanting Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare like that and everybody got surprised that how come that this dog is able to chant Krishna and Hare by order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So when everybody saw the dog chanting. Everybody got surprised and uh, of course they felt good because uh, earlier they lost their dog. Shivan Sina was very happy to see the dog again. And like that it happened and then next day when they came back to meet Chaitanya mahaprabhu they could not see the dog. So somebody explained to them the dog has attained his eternal spiritual body and he has gone back to Vaikuntha. So that dog by mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually got liberated. So this dog got liberated because of association of devotees like Shivanana Sena and then association of Lord himself Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So if the dog can get association, if the dog can get liberation by association of devotees of Lord then what to speak of human beings like us? If a dog can get liberation by associating with devotees then what to speak of human beings if we associate with devotees of the Lord then even in this life we can all get liberation from this cycle of birth and death we all can go back to Godhead is a power of satsanga and this is a message what Chaitanya brought in this world that Asat tyagi e Vaishnava The real mode of a devotee is to live Asat Sangha. All of us are trapped in this material world. We are going in the cycle of birth and death because of Asat Sangha. We are associating with wrong category of people. We are associating with wrong uh, consciousness, we can say. But if we associate with devotees of the Lord, if we associate with only Sat Sangha, then in this life, all of us can get liberation from the cycle of birth and death. And satsanga means not only to associate with devotees of the Lord, but also in different ways. Just like reading books written by Srila Prabhupada or pure devotees. When we read Bhagavad Gita, we are associating with a pure devotee. We are associating with Krishna. Because Krishna and his words and his knowledge and instructions are not different from Krishna. So when we read books, when we chant Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, when we associate with devotees, when we go to temple, when we are hearing the lectures, in different ways, we can do Satsangha and more we do Satsangha, more there is a chance we can become free from the cycle of birth and death. So we can just see a dog who has no capacity, no understanding of spiritual knowledge. Just by satsanga he got liberated. What to speak of human beings? So we are very fortunate in this life that we have got this satsanga opportunity. But if we miss this opportunity then we, are, we will be very unfortunate, even more unfortunate than outside people who have no facility for satsanga So I will end here if you have some questions you can ask. Before that we will have small quiz. So my first question is that uh, I started this class with the verse connected to the presence of soul, how Krishna said that actually this soul is something which we sustain, this body will not endure. So the question is, what is the shloka number? Can anybody tell me what is the shloka number with which we started today's class? Okay, yes, Dhanashree, please. Hare Krishna Prabhu, was it 2.16? Yes, correct, 2.16. Okay, then my next question is just after that slide I explained the size of the soul. So, can exactly somebody tell me what is the size of the soul as per the scriptures? Exact size, what I explained. Yes, Amit Ji. Krishna Prabhu Ji. Ah. It is like the uh, if, we, if we cut down the tip of the hair in 100, then one uh, part of that uh, tip again we cut down into the 100 pieces. That is correct. the size. Correct, correct. So, ultimately almost 1 by 10,000 or tip of the hair. That is the size of spirit soul. So, anyway that is inconceivable to gross size so then i mentioned that by giving the example of sun what is the symptom of soul in this body suppose somebody says no no grossly i cannot see soul what is the symptom of soul our soul is grossly visible to us so what is the symptom of the soul yes tripti you have to unmute unmute yeah yes consciousness yes correct consciousness so Consciousness is the something which is spread all over the body, all over and, the body. Yes, just like Sun is, sunlight is spread everywhere in the universe and by light we can see the present soul everywhere. Similarly, uh, this Consciousness is spread all over the body. And there is something called Supreme Consciousness, which is spread all over the universe, everywhere. And that is Krishna Consciousness. Krishna is spread everywhere. He is present each and every atom in the form of Paramatma. He has entered the universe. So Krishna is not there, nothing will work in the universe. Just like if the body, the soul is not there, body is dead, similarly whole universe is working because Krishna is present. So generally scientists, they say, oh, material energy because of material nature, it is acting. No, it is just like we say, oh, because of this body, something is happening. No, body is not doing anything. Soul is doing. Soul is there inside the body. Similarly. Material nature is dull, nothing can do. When the Krishna, when the super soul is present in the material nature, then things happen in the world. So because Paramatma has entered the universe, that is the universe is moving, universe is acting. But Paramatma leaves the universe, universe is dead, nothing is there. And then I uh, shared another in- interesting verse where Krishna shared, what is the definition of knowledge can somebody tell me what your definition of knowledge very interesting words krishna shared that yeah, this is called knowledge if you know this this is called knowledge not your abcd this is the knowledge anybody new hand anybody i can see old hands okay dana shri please uh probably you said that uh, krishna is the lover of all the bodies Mm-hmm. And uh, to understand the body and the
1: nova of this body is mm-hmm. real knowledge.
0: Correct. Yes, Renuji, do you have any other definition? Renu Kumari, please, if you have any other understanding. Prabhuji, same. Same, okay. Thank you. So, knowledge means, Krishna says that uh, the person who knows the knower of the body, the knower of the creation. Actually, who is a real the real knower? The real knower is Pramatna Super So. A person knows this thing, and the you know, field of the activities. Field of activity means this entire universe, this body's field of activities. It's called knowledge. <clears throat> so, anyway, now I will have your take your questions. So, just a gentle reminder: we are having Vyas Puja on 31st of August. Please write your vyas Puja offerings and send it to us. Uh, whatever gratitude you have for Srila Prabhupada, whatever you know you have got through this session, through chanting Hari Hare Krishna, whatever benefit we have got in our life, please express in one letter and write it to Srila Prabhupada and send it to us. So now if you have some questions, you can share through chat box.
1: yeah Prabhu ji I uh, I have
0: two questions one is uh, what is uh, I couldn't understand plenary expansion meaning Mm -hmm. and second is I got a little confused there is the soul and the super soul Mm -hmm. so yeah so can you just uh, uh, explain this soul and super soul mainly the soul and plenary expansion meaning so, uh, Krishna has entered the material universe in three ways to run this material universe. Krishna has expanded himself into three ways. What are three ways? There are three Vishnu's. First is Karana Daksha Vishnu, then Garbo Daksha Vishnu, then there is third called Shiro Daksha Vishnu. Karana Daksha Vishnu is a huge Vishnu which is lying on one ocean, which is called Karanjal. And from the pores of his body, just like in our body, we have small, small pores, correct? Entire body. So from his pore of the body, from each pore, one universe is coming out. When he breathes out, that is called Karana Daksha Vishnu. Then the second Vishnu, which is called Garbo Daksha Vishnu, he has entered into each and every universe. So, if we, uh, if you have seen this picture of Vishnu, where from the navel of Vishnu there is lotus coming out and there is Brahma on that, that is called Garbo Dakshay Vishnu. He is in charge of entire uh, material universe. Then the third Vishnu, which is called Shiro Shiro Dakshay Vishnu, he has entered in the universe in the heart of each and every living entity in every atom, which is called Paramatma, Super Soul. So, this Paramatma is there with each and every Jivatma. Jivatma means spirit soul. We are Jivatma. So, with one Jivatma, there is one super soul, one Paramatma. Wherever Jivatma is there, everywhere, super soul is there. Now, Jivatma is there everywhere. Entire creation, Jivatma is there. So, entire creation, Paramatma is also there. And this is called plenary expansion of Krishna. Krishna is expanded into three ways, three Vishnu's. They have entered the material universe to run this entire creation. So that is about uh, this thing. Prabhuji, can't we have two English sessions in a week? So we will definitely plan. I am also thinking about that. Yes, we will start. Okay, uh, uh, I will first take uh, the chat box questions, then I will take the raise hands because sometimes I leave their questions. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, when someone dies, is it possible to give them the fruit of Bhagavad Gita? Part how can one do this? The fruit of Bhagavad Gita can be given by the sun or Uh, some very near family members. So, we can give them the fruit of Bhagavad Gita part. Of course, first of all we should try to give them when they are living, when they are alive. Why only after death? Because when somebody takes uh, birth in this material world, that free will is given by Krishna to every jiva. Every jiva has the freedom to perform his activities. So we are in this material world for uh, whatever number of years we all are given this freedom that we can take path of asat or sat. So if we don't take part part of uh, path of asat, sorry, we don't take path of sat, then we are going to take part part of asat. Uh, asat Sangha is there. So asat activities generally are sinful in nature, and for that jiva has to undergo different kind of miseries in the world. But definitely, when uh, somebody from his family or especially his son, if he becomes a devotee of Krishna, if he takes part in Krishna consciousness, then uh, by his devotion, by his austerities, he can definitely give them also some result of his activities. That is also there. But generally, uh, you know, it all depends on Krishna, how Krishna has reward the results of activity. If a person is very sinful, then Krishna may take him to a journey of suffering to make him realize that He has performed sinful activities. So uh, these things we cannot decide when it comes to spiritual subject matters. Uh, It is not very easy to understand spiritual subject subject matters as compared to material things. So definitely when somebody from his family members take to path of Bhagavad Gita becomes a very sincere, serious devotee of Krishna, dedicates everything to Krishna, then that result also goes to his uh, forefathers and ancestors. And Vaikunta are there birds, trees, etc. Yes, why are they born as animals? So please understand in Vakunta, the birds, animals are not like in material world. They are almost conscious. They also can talk with Krishna. They also can speak with Krishna. They also can enjoy with Krishna. And their intelligence is not limited like us. They are fully conscious here. In here, when we talk of material world, their consciousness is limited. In spiritual world is not like that. Everybody is fully conscious. Everybody is serving in full capacity to Krishna So, like that So somebody has responded a question in the chat. So generally we take question answers through uh, verbal this thing Hare Krishna Prabhu why have senses been given to us if satisfying them is asat how to stay away from satisfying the senses see senses are not given for asat Senses are given to engage in serving of Krishna, service of Krishna. Just like Krishna has given you nice tongue, Krishna has given you ears for what? Ears are for hearing, tongue is for chanting Hare Krishna mantra Eyes are for watching you know, deities of Krishna, pictures of Krishna. Nose is for smelling flowers of which are offered to Krishna. So Krishna has given you senses not for Asat, Krishna has given you senses for Sat activities. Uh, If you don't use them properly, then we face the sinful reactions for that. And not only sinful reaction, materially also speaking, we spoil our body. Please understand materially also, if we don't engage, if we engage our body in sinful activities, that we also we spoil our body. In In that sense also, we can understand that our senses are not made for asset activities actually. So that's why when we engage in such activities, not only spiritually, materially also, uh, a person becomes, uh, you know, uh, free from all kinds of diseases, free from all kinds of problems in his life, free from all kinds of anxiety, and all those things. So Krishna has given us senses. So the senses can be engaged in serving Krishna, that is a proper understanding. Arigina Prabhuji, you mentioned that presence of soul is perceived through the presence of consciousness when we sleep and when we are in the state of unconsciousness, so the dreams are, we visualized. so the interaction of our souls in spirit world, yes, uh, uh, generally in sleep, the soul goes into sometimes in different dimensions in different world altogether, so it is like, you know, we uh, just like the car we left in a start mode start like that so soul also body is working body is there but soul sometimes goes into different dimensions to experience different worlds and different things altogether, like that so that is called a state of unconsciousness so like that it can happen you know, that happens during the sleep and then when that person comes back to little bit consciousness then we can see some conscious dreams and then we come into a wake a wakefulness, wakefulness uh, state, we uh, we wake up, we are able to uh, become conscious of everything what is happening around us. So like that, uh, in the sleep state, we generally go into that state of unconsciousness. Prabhuji, from where we can take download of earlier versus sessions conducted by you? so i have my uh, channel on anchor podcast those audios are there so maybe you can go and uh, visit that and you can go through different audio tracks which i have kept there you can send me one whatsapp or you can ask any of the devotees here they will share you this anchor link where i have uploaded all the lectures proji i request you repeat three types of vishnu where they make their expansion. So three types of Vishnu's are first is Karana Dakshaya Vishnu. Karana Daksha Vishnu is lying on the Karanjal. There is a big ocean on which is lying. That is Karana Dakshaya Vishnu. And when he breathes out, there are a lot of universes which are coming out from the body of Karana Daksha Vishnu. They lie on this causal ocean. They are like small, small bubbles on the ocean. And in each bubble in universe, one universe again, Vishnu enters in the second form called Garbo Dakshaya Vishnu. From his navel, the lotus comes out, and that on that lotus, uh, Brahma takes the birth. Then, third expansion of Krishna, which is called Shiro Shirodaksha Vishnu, which is the Paramatma form Vishnu, has entered into the into the each and every atom of the universe, in each and every heart of the soul. Like that, three Vishnu's are present in this uh, universe. If, if you are required to sit in a particular direction for J- Mala Japa, no, any direction you can chant. There is no specific direction, no specific time. Because Chaitanya Mahapra knows in Kalyuga, nobody can follow any rules and regulations. So this mantra is special mantra. Any direction, anywhere you chant, you will get the benefit. Prabhuji, uh, when we start chanting Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, whether we have to face many problems in material world, is that true? No, why? Who has mentioned like that? In fact, a person becomes free from problems because Hare Krishna mantra burns our, our karmic reactions. We become free from sinful reactions. We are suffering in this world because of sinful reactions, sinful activities which we are continuing to perform. We are still performing continue, uh, uh, sinful activities. So Hare Krishna mantra first of all, it helps us to come out of the sinful activities so that we don't perform sinful activities in future. Then our past sinful reactions which are coming up, Hare Krishna Mantra burns up all these sinful reactions so we are actually becoming free from miseries from problems can you talk a bit on atonement if an animal accidentally got killed how do we perform trash for this crime as i was reading propada's book and atonement is encouraged how do we atone so actually atonement is not encouraged in reality because earlier there were many types of atonement But uh, then in Bhagavatam Parikshin Maharaj raised a very interesting question of atonement that uh, even if a person does atonement, atonement are what different types, just like, you know, uh, if somebody uh, uh, performs some sinful activities for then he has to drink hot ghee, hot, very hot boiling, he has to drink, if he drinks like that, then it will get burnt up, everything, then there is some kind of atonement, then somebody has to go and stand on one leg and different kinds of atonement were there. Prashit earlier. But then the Parikshin Maharaj, one of the pure devotees of uh, Lord, he raised a very interesting question. He said this atonement has no value. Why? Because even if a person performs Prashit atonement for his sinful activities, the tendency to perform sinful activities will not go away. Just like if a thief is sent to the jail, correct, then uh, a thief is sent to the jail. But after his, uh, after he comes out of the prison house, after his terms get over, then again that tendency will be there to, you know, steal, that tendency will not go away. That desire will still be there. So thief when he comes out again, he engages the same activities, just like terrorists. We see so many terrorists, you know, in India, they, they get captured by the Indian government and then when they are released again, then again, they join the terrorist groups. And then, then again, they continue those activities. So Parikshin Maharaj uh, raised this question that this atonement has no meaning. First of all, person takes a lot of pain for the atonement, ultimately the desire is still there. So what is real atonement? So real atonement in in Kalyuga is, which can purify the desire of the living entity that he will not do that activity again. So real atonement is chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, which is the biggest atonement. Accidentally got killed for that also. If we chant Hare Krishna Ma Ma Mantra, Krishna will definitely help us to come out of the reaction. But if we consciously kill animals and then we chant Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, thinking that I will become free from reactions, that Krishna will not allow. That is a bigger sinful activity than normal activity. that is a bigger sin. If somebody thinks, "Oh, I will commit sinful activity," let me chant Hare Krishna, No, no, Krishna will give you double times reaction. You have to suffer more because Krishna will. That is a big off, big offense actually to perform sinful activity not strength of holy name. Big offense for the Lord. Just like in Christianity, there is a uh, there is a concept of uh, confession. In Christianity, what happens weekly? People go to church and confess if they have committed some sinful activity. So. Uh, Prabhupada was sharing one lecture that uh, sometimes best people have become habituated that you know they continue their sinful activity, weekly once they go and confess thinking that if I confess I will become free and Jesus Christ will take over all the sinful reactions. No, not like that. Jesus Christ is not a person who is handling your sinful reaction. He is not assigned by the Lord to handle sinful reaction. Sinful reaction you have to face. If you are intelligent, Krishna is more intelligent. So that we cannot do. Killing like mosquitoes, like also sinful, Prabhu. Yes, killing a mosquito is also sinful. But if mosquito is attacking you, and then you kill that mosquito, there is no sin. Why? Because Krishna says uh, there are uh, some kinds of aggressors. If you kill uh, aggressors, aggressors means if somebody attacks you with a deadly weapon, somebody burns your house, somebody you know attacks your wife, something like that. So there are different kinds of aggressors. So if a living entity attacks you. With a deadly weapon something like that then if you kill that living entity there is no sin similarly if the mosquito is biting you at that time if you kill that mosquito there is no sin that is explanation of the shastras so once this question was raised by one of the disciples of shila propa so propa said that uh, don't kill that mosquito so then that mosquito Came near Prabhupada and he was about to bite. So then Prabhupada told, me, "Now you can kill. He is about to bite me, <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> like that, if the mosquito is aggressive, then we can kill it. So now we chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So first we'll we chant Pranam Mantras and then uh, we chant Hare Krishna Mantra." Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Namine Namaste Sarasvate Deve गौरवानि प्रचारिने निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाष्टात्तेदेशदारिने जय श्री कृष्णा चेतन्या prabhu nityananda shri advet gadadhara shri vasadi vrinda so let us chant for next 10 minutes with shlokabhar thank you
1: Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 it ram, had <laughs> it Round arm, Hurriy. But he krishna hari krishna 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 hare ram hare ram 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 hare hare hari krishna hari krishna 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 hare 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 ram 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 hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rāma on, Rāma it on, ram hariari, had it on, hurry on, loud, 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 Hare Hurriy, Hare reed is not Hare 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 snucker Hare Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare, Hare Ram हरी Hadayari, Had he just Ram 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 had it on, hurry on, raw, Hare हरे हरी Krishna हरी Krishna कृष्णा कृष्णा Hare 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 हरी हरी गीसना Ram हरी Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 hariari, had it on, had it ram ram, hilary. But he ram, Ram Harey, Adig is not Hadi, the snucker snuckers, the Harey, Had it on, Had Ram 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Ram, Hare it Hare had it on, rab, rab, Hare Hare rab, 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 Round arm, Harey. But he disna Hadi, the snucker snuckers to Harey. Had it on, Harey, Ram, Ram, Harey. But he disna Hadi, the snucker snuckers to the had he, Krishna 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 Hare Hare, Hare on, Ram Ram on, Ram Ram on, Ram Hare Ram Ram had it on, it हरी Krishna हरी Krishna 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 Hare 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 Hariari, Hari, on, hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare shri krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare ram 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 krishna
0: Pravunityananda Shriyadvetgadadhara Shrivasadhi Gaur So thank you all the devotees for coming for today's session. Let us meet next Sunday. Please try to invite more of your friends and colleagues for this class. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.